Breakfast puppies? Welcome to Have Movies Will Game, the only podcast on the globe where we take you, our friendly listener, through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today, and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table. In every episode, our intrepid hosts, Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel, will filibuster fondly over facts and feelings of your favorite films, and then get to the glorious gaming goodness, giving Game Masters great gimmicks on generating golden genius. Have Movies Will Game, brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show! I don't want to. I don't want to do the intro for this. <laughs> like, oh, please do. This you movie. Could, you've you've been like so like vehemently hating fucking Kevin Costner right now. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> my like a knight in shining my, armor. My from my notes here read like a, my notes read like a fucking hate crime. I mean, it's just <laughs> this movie was a fucking hate crime. The, you know, yeah. I going into this, I was like, no, no, this is the, guys. This is a good movie. Remember, this is. This is from our childhood, and and there's a reason why it stays nestled in, in our okay, childhood. So those of you who have been listening for a long time may remember <laughs> that I have always had a passionate hate for Kevin Costner. This movie was the genesis of that because Kevin Costner is a piece of talentless shit. Um, now, you two disagreed mm-hmm. with me no 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 no. i did no, not disagree you did at the time you did, yeah, you did at the time yeah no yeah, i was kind of it's uh, on record i was we kind of go yeah, we can go back and listen to almost every single <laughs> i'm pretty sure i was mad the whole there, time there's I've two never things been that we always Kevin bring Cosby up fan. in every episode what? either it's something that that touches star wars in some way or it's his seething hatred for kevin costner and i just think it's funny <laughs> i just want to know what are your thoughts about him as an actor now after watching this, I've never actually this, thought this, Kevin this, Costner this was a good actor. Portion of a movie. Honestly, it depends on the movie. I will, I will agree right, that right, he is right. not that good of an actor. But there are like his sports movies. We're, I kind of like. We're like a minute into this. We should introduce ourselves. Okay, and uh, we have a special guest here tonight. <laughs> but everyone, I'm Matthew, and I'm Dusty, and I'm Nathaniel. And joining us tonight, my name's Marcus, and you're listening to Have Movies Will Game. The Costner episode. Wasn't the it? Robin Hood Prince of Thieves <laughs> episode. Which is, the, I'm sorry. It's going to be the Costner episode. Yeah, it's going to be the Costner. For the record, spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, what rock have you been living under? Just, <laughs> just don't. You don't. should pause it. Go find your copy of it. It's streaming it on, on Amazon. Fire, <laughs> and then come back and listen to us. <laughs> Go watch the old 50s Errol Flynn one instead. Don't Go I, watch the, the, the TV bent, show. The bent tin sword that he fights with through three quarters of that movie is better than Kevin Costner giving any line. In fact, the only time in this whole movie <laughs> that Kevin Costner sounds legit is when he is making racist fun of his friend. Yeah. That's the only mm. time where it sounds like he's not reading off a fucking index card. It's no, I agree with that. He's being a racist piece of shit. Yeah, well, like, like we noted before, it's like we, I was always like, this is a good movie. We're going to enjoy it. You know, cool that we're going to do it. And then rewatching it. Oh, my God. This this movie is barely watchable. Yeah. What do you think made this movie barely watchable, Dusty? Oh, there's a whole lot. Just all of it just is if not. If you had to pick one, what would that be? That doesn't. It would be his acting. 
Just a straight up acting. His acting, you say. Would you say he's not a good actor? In this movie, I would say he is not a good actor. This is not. But this was at his prime, Dusty. This was when Kevin Costner could do no wrong. No, no. His prime would have been. No, 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 no. no. His prime, in my opinion, was would have been Field of Dreams and The Untouchables. Those are his prime. Why was no serious? Why were the '90s obsessed with Kevin Costner? The '90s were obsessed. How did this happen? How did that happen? There were many things in the '90s that were good. And yet Kevin Costner stands firm <laughs> as one of those terrible things that I can't explain the popularity of next to jams and Reebok high tops. Why was Kevin Costner so popular? I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's it's it goes into like the cult of ignorance thing. I mean, the lowest common denominator of of films. So I would like to at least take a moment to talk about some good things before we descend down this ever infinitely rolling hill of evil. <laughs> I, I want to talk I about I want to talk about the music. I, I, let's open with the music. Oh yeah, um, the, 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 the Jurassic Park music. The, well, the music from this for me as a, as a gamer, especially this and the Last of the Mohican soundtrack. These two albums were the cornerstones of my gaming background music for games that I would run because that it was just catchy. It was fun. It was adventurous. It was mm. fun gaming music. Yeah, I never did that. This movie was dead to me on arrival. <laughs> I would try. Everything about it is unclean and tainted. Yeah, I would try to run games with with the soundtrack, and it just didn't work. It was too happy. It was too peppy. It was too snappy. Well, that's why you can't run a game with just one soundtrack. Well, no, I you understand have to, like, that. Get a bunch of things that. and mix them in together, mm, and then, I get like, that. Get them on a random player. I get that. Yeah, set the mood. I was one of those lucky yeah. kids that, despite being poor, had a hand me down uh, 30, 40 disc CD changer. Nice. So that's how my gaming music was. So I just put a bunch <laughs> of discs in and hit random play, and it would go. Oh, that would make for some interesting scenes for it like was. gameplay. Yeah, if you accidentally leave in the porn, suddenly you're like, okay. Everything uh, changes. So you're in a local bar, and it has a sauna. Maidens everywhere, or lads if you'd like. Depending on your thing. Yeah. Roll for, okay, no. That's a a different kind of initiative role, I think. Right. No, um, this, this Costner in this movie, his Robin Hood was poorly styled uh, after rewatching it mm-hmm. and one of the things i picked up the, the the most and i and i and i know you will agree with me uh matthew is that it's just his robin hood is, is completely inconsistent as a character um no he's not he's a spoiled little rich boy through the whole thing well, they i mean, kept in, the, no, I mean in the beginning in, in the beginning when he's, <laughs> yeah. he's in jail he's like i'm gonna sacrifice my hand for my buddy for my my oh, the beginning, mate. yeah, no. where he looks and like the dirty hippie, like frazzled hair. Exactly. And Morgan Freeman's got on the do rag, mm-hmm. hanging out with him. And, and in the nineties, when racism was still amusing, <laughs> right, right. You know? and, and he's, he's willing <laughs> and to sacrifice his hand. Held on to and that then, throughout. Yeah. as soon as they get to his like home, which by the way is like a fucking sixty-five mile walk, they wouldn't make it in a couple of hours. Um, he all of a sudden he starts making fun of everybody and everything and being a petulant child. It's inconsistent. Mm. Well, his very, friend was dead. Yeah. To be fair. To be right. fair. Honestly, everything about Kevin Costner's performance in this movie was garbage. I yeah. liked at the very Pure beginning garbage. when he was running. Mm-hmm. He's he's gasping and wheezing, and he kind of sounds like an overweight eight-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's giving these he's giving these noises. <laughs> 
Just That's waiting for him to stop fantastic. and take like an orange slice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although they oh, did yeah. at one point. I mean, didn't I... they stopped and suddenly fruit? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the alleyway. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Morgan Freeman's like getting fruit and they're eating it. Yeah. I expected him to hit his fucking inhaler. <laughs> this Every... is what I Willie's gold. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I, I listened to that. And I, I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> Thank you. Brian Blessed deserved better. Mm. I think Brian Blessed should have played the part of the Friar, the Friar Tuck. Oh, my God. You're right. You are yeah. absolutely he right. He was the however, father, right? However, yeah. Yeah. I will say that there are three actors, I think, that owned this movie. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. No, not mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. The All Friar. he did this whole movie was roll his eyes. Mm. I, it, there, there were actually, I disagree. Morgan he, Freeman, had, he had a couple of really I mean, good I mean, lines. I, I don't think Morgan Freeman's a good actor. Really? Morgan Freeman, Sean Connery, Jack Nicholson. All they are is a voice and right. a pleasant face. They are they are one hundred percent driven by they don't they don't do anything different in any movie they're in. They're just yeah. I, I'm Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I'm here to do a thing. I'm Azim. I'm your servant. Damn you, white man. I'm the wizard in the Lego movie. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm doing everything I normally do. But no, uh Michael McShane mm-hmm. played Friar Tuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantastic. Yes. Geraldine McEwen as the witch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Michael yeah. Wincott as Guy of Gisborne. Right. Yeah. Who, yeah, who basically re- reprised yeah. his role in, in The Count of Monte Cristo. Is there something wrong with mm-hmm. his throat? Is this, yeah. yeah. He and, and, and the crow. Yeah. And then right. he played in The Crow. Yeah. The bad right. Guy in the yeah. Crow. He sounds like he smoked a lot he for was years. He in Strange Days. And he was the voice of death in fucking Strange Days. Darksiders 2. Oof. Oh, the main character. That was a rough movie. No, the the video game, Darksiders. I'm talking about Strange Days. Oh, Strange Days mm. was a fucking yeah. great movie. That was a rough movie. Yeah. It's appropriate and it hits the head on the hits the nail on the head right now with the shit that we're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go back so and rewatch it. So you didn't like it. Alan Rickman in this? Alan Why Rickman, not? he was trying too hard to save oh. the movie. Mm. So well, the, somebody the, had the to. funny I thing mean, about that is went into he, this thing. he would not he did he turned down the role apparently three times <laughs> he was like I don't want to do it it's kind of it's it's kind of like where's the he money even, he even said like this character as I it's written is money. a little like over the edge for me so the director said listen you can do this character however you want mm-hmm. if you sign on and he's like okay done I'm in yeah I thought he did a great job yeah so I was I. in Die I, Hard I'm better than this <laughs> <laughs> there that this is one scene where he runs down and he's praying to an upside down cross and mm-hmm. I'm like you you guys know an upside down cross isn't blasphemous right? Right, right you guys know there's nothing fucking satanic about an upside down right. cross you hot topic wannabe I just oh, I agree. <laughs> and the witch I just yeah. like I where just he starts didn't buy a lot of that I was just like yeah. this is so silly I just like his rages I thought his rages were very well done where he's the original Kylo Ren meat yeah and then harder stabbing meat or like when he's running down the hall and he's just whipping people in the face with his robe of schwack. That right. was another one of Geraldine's great moments where he's like, bah, 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 bah. something vexes thee, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He apparently had worked on the line, the, the, uh, you, my chambers, 10 o'clock, you, 10, 15. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. And like the the line apparently that was in the in the movie originally in the script was so like not funny and so he it was one that he changed it. Oh. And there were people on set filming that were like had to put their hands over their mouths because they were laughing so hard. And they did it in one they they didn't do a, a second take of it was but it was perfect. It was perfectly done. But every, he had to change so much of that of that character Good. in the script to get yeah. it to where it was. And there's one point where Kevin Costner demanded that he be edited that um 
uh, Rickman, Rickman, thank you, be edited down because he felt that he was chewing up too much scenery mm. and that he was overacting. He was Kevin the star Carter. of the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. he was They ran the show. Yeah, I, I, I liked Morgan, Morgan Freeman's line. He's <laughs> like, how did your uneducated kind ever take Jerusalem? And he's looking through the telescope. That was a fun moment. Yeah. Definitely. Friar Tuck owned every scene that he was in. Yeah. Like he yeah. he was just like, I'm just going to devour this set mm-hmm. with my face. Yeah. I think Little John <laughs> was kind of filler. Little John was yeah. okay. Yeah. He wasn't terrible. He, but gave, yeah. he gave good uh, good husband cries when yeah. his family was in danger. That was some first rate. Yeah. True. Um, like, you you felt it. Like, I, oh, even now. He felt like yeah. small folk. You know, we, mm. he did a good job yeah. of playing yeah. that. See they that. were really all just peasants yeah. mm. who were in a state of rebellion. Right. As opposed to fucking Will Scarlet, Kevin Costner, Christian Kevin, Slater, Kevin yeah. Bacon, <laughs> Kevin Slater. Yeah. Fake, whatever. Uh, yeah. Jack Nicholson. Christian Bacon. <laughs> Christian Bacon. <laughs> Christian Bacon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm upset Ugh. because daddy didn't love me enough to give me right. the Moxley name. I'm still in a movie because I was in Gleaming the Cube and Heathers. <laughs> and you know. that character mm-hmm. made no sense. And pump right, up the volume. Because he was and very the gleaming the cube. It was very yeah. pump up the volume. But Christian it had nothing Slater. to do with Will Scarlet from yeah. Robin Hood Legend. Like, yeah, whatever. I feel mm-hmm. like they brought him in just so they, they had could him draw sing a little song. You know, he, yeah. he sang a tiny little song to mm-hmm. hint at the fact that Will Scarlet was a musician. Right. And that's it. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did a rhyme. Look at me. Yep. I'm so great. And I've got a rope. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I got floppy red hair. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even his butt. No, no it he had a butt standing. Yeah, he yeah, had just in dances with wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, his flabby, pasty white butt was probably too flabby, pasty, and white. Yeah, do more squats, <laughs> Kevin Costner. You fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> or go to acting school. You think it'd be nicer oh with all that baseball? You know. You know. Remember, I regret remember, this decision. Remember how I remember how I said Keanu Reeves couldn't act. Keanu oh. Reeves could outact Kevin Costner in a hot second. I saw something with him recently that makes me feel otherwise. Only because is that, is he that did the a, one with Mila Kunis, the new? No, the new one he did with uh, Winona Ryder. Oh, that's who I meant. And it's I meant just them having dialogue. This whole movie, I can't remember wedding, the yeah. name of it because I hated it. It was just horrible. But so for this movie, uh, you had Christian Slater as, as Scarlet. You could have mm-hmm. initially had Bacon. Uh, uh, Johnny Depp because he no, was, dear he was, God. He was, God. He was tapped to, to play Will Scarlet. Was it, was it the right time period for Johnny Depp? Oh, Apparently yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. What year was this? 91? Yeah, this was 91. So 91 Johnny baby. Depp was way cooler. Than yeah, that would, cry, that would have been Crybaby. But he was, more, yeah. he was more TV at the time, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was on Gen- he was more popular Jump for Street. that. Yeah, for yeah. that. So I almost feel like maybe that's one of those people maybe they wouldn't consider because he was too TV at the time. Because they do, they really did have a separation around that time period. Yeah, Christian um, Slater was still riding. Yeah, gleaming the cue yeah. up, pump up the volume. Oh, yeah. or was that later? No, it might have been a couple of years later. Another yeah. actor that was tapped before Ke- Kevin Costner to play Robin Hood, um, who thought the plot was too contrived. Mm. Ironically, went on to play the role of Robin Hood later in Men in Tights. Oh, sure. Oh. Carrie Elwes. <laughs> Carrie Elwes was tapped initially to play. Oh, this would have been such was... a better movie, <laughs> right? Look, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, 
was, was a better, such yeah, a better yeah, movie yes. because of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I and, agree. And uh, Sam Neill uh, of Jurassic Park, he was supposed to play uh, the sheriff instead of mm. that. Um, yeah. Might have been okay yeah. instead of Rickman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, Mel Gibson was offered uh, uh, Robin Hood also, but he had just turned down Hamlet and didn't want he to did want do it. Hamlet. Yep, the 1990 mm-hmm. version of Hamlet. You so he said, when Mel, no. Gibson Mel Gibson was not shitty. Yeah, yeah, you know, when right? it wasn't when like everybody an liked anti-Semitic him? piece of shit. In the 90s, when everyone yeah. liked Mel Gibson. When everybody had reason. the same hair, because yeah. I think he had the power mullet going yeah. on back then, too. Sean Connery was offered the part of Lord Loxley originally, mm. but he had passed saying that he had been playing a lot of fathers in recent years, years and didn't want well, to have that father. I want to be a love interest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a 65-year-old king when the king's really only 35. I want to play a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now I'm a Russian. Oh, uh, let's see. So here, here's here's a bunch of other people that were supposed to play in the movie that were tapped, but they ultimately didn't get it. John Finch, I don't know who uh, that is. Michael Gambon, uh, don't know who, who that who is. He, uh, plays um, uh, Dumbledore in in all the Dumbledore. Harry Potter movies. Okay, uh, John Hurt, Ian McKellen, and Oliver Reed, and Patrick Stewart were considered for the Sheriff of Nottingham. I uh, would love to see Patrick Stewart as a villain. That I would could, make me happy. Yeah, that would I could be see interesting. I have seen him. Um, what there was, do? I believe, Green Room recently, where it was like a uh, oh yeah, it was like white a power movie. skinhead movie yeah. thing, and Patrick Stewart played this evil. He's a very very white big power villain, guy yeah. who was like behind the kids who were skinheads. He was like the money, right? So it was actually a pretty weird movie to see Patrick Stewart playing that kind of part because. He was a great villain. He was believable yeah. in the part. So I'd, I'd definitely check that out if you ever get a chance to. Initially, uh, Robin Wright was supposed to play Maid Marian, <laughs> but she became pregnant. Also, cheekbones you can cut yourself on. Yeah, right. she became pregnant and had to had to step out. So Mary Elizabeth Mastro Antonio so stepped definitely in. Definitely looking for cheekbones in this how movie. How many yeah. names? <laughs> what was? How many names? Four. For what? Mary Elizabeth. Blah, 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 Mary, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, Mary blah. Elizabeth. And her last name is Mastrantonio. M-A-S-T-R-A-N-T-O-N. Is that one word or two words? That's one word. Mastrantonio is one word. That's probably why I never had a crush on her. I couldn't remember Antonio. Is she an assassin? Why does she get her middle name? Assassins get middle names. Good point. That is a very good point. I don't think so. I don't know. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt is an assassin. Yeah. Look at him. I can see that. Yeah. I can see it. Uh, let's see, Elizabeth Hurley. Has Joseph no. Gordon Levitt played an assassin? Not yet. He should. He, he should. hasn't gotten caught. Well, He's no, got no, that no, no, smile. No, Looper. Yeah. He kind of played. He yeah, kind of sort of an assassin in Young Looper. Bruce Willis. No, yeah. yeah, he wasn't at that. Well, I guess not so. believable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, with all that prosthetic <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Good movie, but not movie. believable. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley was supposed to play Maid Marian. Also, mm. some of these names I don't know. Hurley, Patsy yeah. Kensett. Oh, you don't know Pat? Nicole Kidman was supposed to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she was coming just off of Days of Thunder, I think. Oh. Uh, Matilda May, Amanda Pays, Julie Richardson, and then Ali Sheedy of Breakfast Club was going to play. Mary? Which one Mary. Was she? Was she the goth? Mm. Yeah, she was the goth yeah, girl. Yeah, she was the, the basket shaking case. my hair. Uh, Sophie Marceau also was tapped to play Maid Marian. Sophie Marceau. She played in Braveheart. She, as, yeah, yeah. You know, I. I for years, I thought it was Sophie Marceau in this movie, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, shit. This isn't the woman that I thought it was. That's how much I remember this film. she did a great job as well. Yeah. She's okay. The 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 15 named lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was good. She was. For, you know, a movie that basically was like a high school play. Yeah. Yeah. With a little bit better scenery. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the BBC Robin Hood mm. has been a better Which show. One? Whatever the most recent one in the last decade. I like, like the decade. older one, too. It was the TV show, the Robin Hood TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm. good. And there was another one after that, wasn't there? Another Robin Hood that was more recent. Oh, yeah, that one. The Disney yeah. Robin yeah. Hood is better than Ooh, this. This is true. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Disney uh, Robin Hood is fine. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, Russell that name. Had, that's had all Robin Hood. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Crowe, Russell Crow, Crow's right. Robin Hood right. with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. 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 That was a It was tragedy. just as awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have next week? Thanks for <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and we're done. Click. So this had a budget of $48 million in 1991. Mm, how much good. of that was fucking Costner's? Uh, <laughs> probably a lot. Uh, opening weekend, it, it made $25 million. Um, the gross USA was 165 mm. And as of uh, May 2012, uh, cumulative worldwide gross for this, including all ticket sales and all DVDs, everything, uh, almost $400 million. Jesus, half a billion on this fucking turd. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't have a lot of great entertainment, I guess, back then. I don't know. It is the second highest grossing film of 1991, immediately behind Fuck. Terminator 2. That's when I graduated high school. No wonder we were a bunch of fucking idiots back then. I was a freshman. That was my freshman yeah. year. That was around the same time Slayer came out with South of Heaven, I think. So, yeah, yeah we were all fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Should I watch the language? <laughs> no, no, fuck no, it. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I already called this, what would I say? This, yeah. uh, this abortion of a movie. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think we're past the PG rating. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this, this is this. I, 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 I don't do this often on this show, guys. I, mm-hmm. I apologize for like, this is a great movie, guys, because oh, that's not enough you? for me. I need you to apologize <laughs> for your love of Kevin Costner. Mm. I will do that. I am apologizing for Don't, my love of, of just just start yeah. from the beginning and say it into the mic clearly. I am apologizing for my love of Kevin Costner films. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it often. I don't mm. apologize. Normally, like even even with Valerian, I was like, "No, guys, it's going to be good." And uh, I was like, steadfast on that. You even, know, I even loved when we that episode apart, too. I was, like, oh. I was agreeing with you guys so much. <laughs> there were parts where I'm like, like oh. "No, no, it's good. I promise, it's good." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, top. it was great. That was just another one where he kept waiting for something to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I, every line, every line, he fucking bleated into the microphone. It, it felt like just before they started rolling the camera, he put down his index card which was right. the first time he had ever seen the fucking thing and then just delivered the line. Well, he did win an award for he, this. What? He Best won, freak butt? He won a Worst Actor Award for, at the Golden <laughs> Raspberries. I feel better. Oh, good, good. <laughs> While Christian Slater received a nomination for Worst Supporting Actor Ever mm. for his performance in this film and Mobsters. Imagine but, that. But lost to Dan Aykroyd that year for his role in Nothing But Trouble. You know what's amusing is that I watched Nothing, I have seen Nothing But Trouble like five times. Yeah. I love that movie. It's, it's a good, it's a funny movie. It's got movie. a style of comedy that not everybody's mm-hmm. into. Yeah. But people but always John bash Candy. it as one of the worst movies ever. It's got John and Candy. Come John on. Candy is really good. I could care John less about Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Chevy Chase, Dan uh, Aykroyd. Demi Moore. It's a really good group. Yeah. Anyway. A, a toy line did release... Uh, hmm. Kenner oh, yeah. released a whole bunch of figures. That um, was the death knell for Kenner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, notably, all but one of the figures were slightly modified from Kenner's well-known Super Powers line. 
Wow, Friar Tuck as well as the vehicles in place that were modified from Star Wars Return of the Jedi <laughs> toys. Wow. Slightly modified. I remember I actually, that because the Ewok village yeah. was used in this. Yeah. Sherwood Forest. Yeah. Yeah. I actually own the Robin Hood figure at my home in Alabama. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, my closet <laughs> still in the package. Mm. Yeah. Did that you have to yeah. make a pilgrimage to burn it? I don't remember why. <laughs> my mom was really into <laughs> buying action figures and keeping them in the package because <laughs> she was like, she thought they would be valuable someday. Not that one. Shit. Yeah. That's that I also still have the original four Ninja Turtles. Too. There you go. Uh, I made that mistake with Independence Day. I the also original. have <laughs> the original five Power Rangers, and one yeah. of them she had to order from her cousin in Japan. Mm. I would have rather watched the Power Rangers than that. So oh, the new Power Rangers? The, the any, any of, I would have rather mm. watched the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's Morphin time. Look, Mass say what excellent. you want about Morgan Freeman. He, mm. he may he may do his Morgan Freeman thing, and his, yeah. that's yeah. him being Morgan Freeman. But he is also a classically trained actor. Mm-hmm. You can count on him, at the very least, to be Morgan Freeman. I'm a classically trained Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm going to play this role in everything I do. When, Fucking, I, when I'm the villain in the movie Wanted, I'm still going to sound like Morgan Freeman. Every mm-hmm. actor in this was a trained, successful actor. Mm-hmm. Even Christian Bacon. <laughs> now, there was one glaring fault. Mm. And it was Costner. Okay, so yeah. of the list of, of people that were supposed to be Carrie Robin All right, what do you think? Give me the list again. Uh, the list was... Tom Selleck, right? <laughs> I, I, I do Tom Selleck. The mustache alone. Carrie Elways was tapped, but he turned it down. Uh, let's see, Mel Gibson. Uh, Hell, I would have taken him, too. He had the right hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fit with everybody He else. was surprisingly good in Hamlet. Yeah, I, that is my as, as dicey and as mismatched as that version of Hamlet is. It is my favorite version of Hamlet. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, he it's, does it's a first really rate. good job. And I'm always going to have that special are, place for him with all the Mad Max. Films. Y'all motherfuckers yeah. need Jesus. Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. Oh is God, the best. no, it's not. I'm Honestly, sorry. I have to disagree, and I'm a huge Kenneth Branagh so fan. So am I. Um, like his uh, Much Do About Nothing, fantastic. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, Henry V. That's Kenneth a great Hamlet's movie, the best. and you get more Brian Blessed. And you always get Brian Blessed y- with Kenneth Branagh. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep holding close. Goodness gracious. Oh, it's the best I goodness. can do. <laughs> it was directed by Kevin Reynolds, uh, who also did The Count of Monte Cristo, one of my favorite hmm. movies. And a great sandwich. Yes. And also another one of the movies that you just have a seething distaste for. The same director put Kevin Costner in his wonderful global apocalyptic opus, Waterworld. Mm. Same director. So he's is, got a lot to answer which for. Which is, is funny because saying. it was really funny First that he up against decided the wall to, when the revolution comes. <laughs> it was funny that, that this director, Kevin Reynolds, put Kevin Costner in another one of his movies because the biggest quote that Kevin Reynolds is known for is that Kevin Costner should only act in movies that he directs. That way he can work with his favorite actor and director. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's great. I like that. <laughs> that's a good backhanded thing right there. Yeah, yeah Whatever definitely. happened to Kevin Costner? Who cares? He, the last film I remember seeing him in was uh, where he played a serial killer, and he actually kind of did good with that. He's he was kind of monitoring the dark movies. He's gone into like, these, these sports movies where he plays like like a, a, a person that works with the draft, or, he play, or he's playing an aging uh, pitcher. But he's also doing these like weird. Like, so has been he plays has been. Well. Yes, right, and, but he's right. also been playing like serial killers. 
He did a movie with Ryan Reynolds a couple years mm-hmm. ago where uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan, still has Ryan a career, Reynolds was, a, was an assassin and he was dying and his consciousness was put into Kevin Costner's body. Oh, I think it's called that assassin. Would be unpleasant. So he gets to run around with trying. <laughs> he's trying to be Ryan Reynolds, but in Kevin, but Kevin Costner. Hmm. Sounds like a horror I would movie to kill me. Myself. Oh my <laughs> the god! I should have been wild. <laughs> it's a wow. which is a very similar movie that that um that that Ryan Reynolds did called um oh fuck I forgot the name of it where his conscious he's he's dying uh, Ben Kingsley's character is dying and oh, so right. he, he he has his consciousness put into Ryan Reynolds which body. was probably seen whereas the other one probably wasn't because yes. Ben Kingsley was in that yeah Kevin Costner yeah. Sir Ben Kingsley this is, yeah. true. <laughs> this is true I agree I agree <laughs> the screenwriter was Penn Densham who uh did a lot of just tv stuff he did mostly the movie for he worked on the, the Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits so this was like his first major movie that he got to write the screenplay for and then he hung himself yes <laughs> <laughs> one can hope <laughs> I I, I I'm I'm honestly not an well no that's not true. I like to think of myself as not an evil man, but mm. this this movie just brings out brought it out contempt, hate, rage, mm. just all all the things I try to keep down. Yeah, well, there's a little bit of <laughs> like, virulence. There's a little bit of ha- right. happiness in it. That that the uh, the every song... time he gets hit in the nuts, I smile. When Maid <laughs> right. Marian got him in the nuts, I smile. That was something about Maid Marian that I I I didn't like rewatching in the very beginning. When she attacks Robin, when he when he comes into her home and he's right. like, I'm and eventually Locksley. burns the arm. Yeah, and, and yeah. she's like hand. dressed like the gimp, right? Um, like she's yeah. very people strong. under the stairs. And then Marianne. by the end of the movie, she she's been reverted to this like damsel in distress. Like mm-hmm. she went from this very strong warrior. Type Guess which woman. part? Kevin Costner edited. Oh, this is, okay. Good point. Good point. That whole fight made no sense, too. Right? Like, it's kind of silly. Why did she attack him? I think it was done yeah. much better in the new BBC Robin Hood when Marion is, what is the highwayman or whatever? Yeah. But uh, Marion is often uh, put forth as an ass kicker. Right. And all of a sudden, for no reason, whenever the sheriff in whichever version of Robin Hood you've made, like, gives any interest to Maid Marion, all of a sudden she becomes a helpless damsel in distress. Right. Marion is perfectly capable of slipping a knife into his ribs. Yeah, because I mean, they make it a point to, to say that she had been running that estate her whole life because yeah. there were no parents there. There was no one to, to overlook her. She had no husband, nothing. So she is very strong, very willful woman. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, my God, you can't do anything. Well, I, I think say, we have the time period to blame for that, too. I got to say my uh, favorite version of Maid Marion is that sexy fox lady with her big fat hen companion. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That's the best made Marian. <laughs> uh, heck A yes. whole generation of furries came out of that movie. <laughs> That's yeah, true. For <laughs> <laughs> or thank Odin. However, I... <laughs> I'm going to piss people off, aren't I? Probably. It's all right. We do all the time. <laughs> Whatever possible, Actually, man. I don't do think it. we've ever gotten any, like, complaint mail, have we? Well, like, we need listeners for that. <laughs> So that's good because I listen. So <laughs> well, I'm not going to offend we, me. We, we. <laughs> now that is circular. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. So, any other little tidbits on this is fucking treasure trove? Yeah, Rod, Robert e, Roger Ebert actually praised oh. Morton Freeman on his performance as well as Rickman's. But he, uh, much like you, he completely decried the film as a whole, giving it two stars, stating that, quote, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is a murky, unfocused, violent, and depressing version of the classic story. The most depressing thing about the movie is that children will attend it expecting to have a good time, end quote. Hmm. I liked it when I saw it as a kid. 
Yeah, yeah everyone. I did too. Everyone. Yeah. But even even then, I was like, "Who's this fucking moron?" Yeah. All right. And let's see. Ninety one. I mm-hmm. was. I had the Nintendo game based on the movie. And yeah. It wasn't yeah. a bad game. It was a, it was a side scroller, just like uh, was it a Lion it? King? It was an. Uh, it was like an actually an overhead action game. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 I think I was Were seventeen when it came out. Yeah. Pip, yeah, pip, yeah. Pip, pip, pip. Basically. Yeah. NES. Although apparently Kevin Costner is pretty good with a, an actual bow and arrow. On the first couple of days of filming, the director asked Costner to demonstrate his archery, his actual archery skills. And Kevin Costner replied by silently not saying anything. He just silently fired an arrow straight through a rabbit that had been hanging 30 yards away. But then he said he wouldn't do it again because he didn't want to kill another rabbit. <laughs> so did like he him. actually kill a rabbit? Apparently it'd been like somebody like, otherwise like, it's just sitting not? there screaming, <laughs> right? <laughs> the way that the way that the, 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 <laughs> what the fuck was going on? Because, because right? I know rabbits <laughs> scream when no, they're yeah. 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 Apparently from from what I read on my mining, like it's like my brain like was so... thinking fake rabbit in the background, you know, and now suddenly I'm oh, like, I love this Are we having like... some Hoss and Pfeffer tonight? What's going it on? Sounds like, it sounds like somebody was like, Ooh, I've caught myself a rabbit and they like tied a rope around it and hung it from a tree and like swung it. And, and later just, we will like, have stew. <laughs> pretend we're really into My this. My precious potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that means that someone on the set was actually literally from this time period. Right. And was just hanging around. Oh, I've caught myself a rabbit. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have this actor. for dinner. They're all excited. And then an arrow just appears. <laughs> like, God damn it. God damn you, Kevin. God you got God. fuzzy. <laughs> It had huge teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the one one of the cool things though I did like about like with the, the editing process with the you know the iconic where he pulls out the bow and does the long shot. And you can see the blue screen around it now too. Did you notice that? Yeah, but, but the no the one where he's where it's where it's him the long shot of him yeah, yeah. Find, where it goes really not not the actual arrow twirling through the the through through the air but just him pulling out the bow and arrow. Are you talking the fire arrow bit? Yeah, that okay. one. That was shot at 400 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um and it's you know standard is 24 so they get that slow that iconic look. But yes, now you can see that arrow that's not even twirling, it's staying straight yeah. like a drone. Like it was, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot that it was impressive yeah, at the time because everyone went nuts over that particular right. stunt, which mm-hmm. was really just a guy with a fucking cam and <laughs> the thing with the camera right behind the arrowhead walking into the yeah. target, <laughs> forgetting that it's gonna sp- that it spins as yeah. it fucking goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no blades, no they didn't bows. have drills back Leave then. Leave your weapons here, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I'm glad there that was, Alan Rickman still had a career after that. Oh, though. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there was a proposed sequel mm-hmm. to this movie that would have seen Robin uh again, Kevin Costner, set out to rescue a kidnapped King Richard by delivering his ransom, running into a Zeem again that, in that the process. Work. King uh, Richard was actually returning from being ransomed. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm just all telling right. you what it what it was, uh, but it never was greenlit. How many times did Richard get ransomed? He was a shit. That's the lion oh, Shitty yeah. king. Whoops, <laughs> captured. Whoops, captured. By yeah. ye old Barnum and Bailey. Oh, no, God, or not? God. Sorry. Disney Robin Hood line there. Disney Robin Hood was awesome, though. Disney Robin Hood was I amazing. I grew up loving that. Robin Hood Still was a great, that. inspiring character. Little John was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Robin was Hood great. and Little John. Yeah. All of the, the characters. <laughs> oh, my God. All of the characters. And that was great. What, why was there no Prince John in this movie? Mm. I was expecting a Prince John, and there was right. no Prince John. That was the snake, right? No, that was, uh, was the, lion. the other lion. Oh, yeah. okay. The mangy okay. one. Yeah. The one who right. sucked his thumb. 
and talked about his mother. Had all the, mm. the rings on his yeah. fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember now. Let's just the mother go is watch Eleanor that movie right now. Next time, right, yeah. I do a podcast on that one, <laughs> the Disney podcast. I, I got to say, though, I've been pushing for this other movie for a long time, and that's, uh, um, okay. No, I'm just, this is a note. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> well, it just no. wiped it yeah. straight out of my, oh, uh, A Lion in Winter, yes. the original one. And that is uh, Prince John, Richard the Lionheart, and their dad, and their mom, Eleanor of Aquitaine. And all it's it's great history of the time, including Richard's illicit affair with uh, King Philip II to France. Yes. They, they had good times. Yeah, I think I've only seen the <laughs> newer <laughs> one. Um, the newer one is okay. It's Glenn Close. Yeah, I think the yeah. old one is amazing. Yeah, I mean it's it's a star-studded cast before they were stars, and it was half the reason half of them became stars. So, like, it's it's really good, and we really should follow up that movie after this one fairly soon we'll we'll put it in for one of the votes okay yeah how's the, how's the voting coming for uh the next set of movies uh we have results we'll go over them all at the right. end of this episode okay all right well let's move over to the game i don't want to talk about yeah, this shit I, I, i'm, I'm kind of good with that i'm kind of good with that so all right uh, let's take a break in a few moments break we'll kevin costner piece of shit hi everyone this is your favorite host matthew this week's episode is brought to you by Guardian Games, who we are proud to have as our sponsor. Guardian Games is Portland's largest gaming store. They have almost every game you can think of, be it role-playing, board game, card games, miniature games, even video games. They also have a ton of gaming-related material and some pretty neat swag. I mean, the D20 fuzzy dice that go in your mirror, that's good stuff. If, you, uh, if you're 21, uh, you can have a drink in the back at the Critical Sip. Booze makes gaming better. Always has, always will. There's free games back there. You'll love it. Uh, they also have a friendly and incredibly knowledgeable staff, and they are the hub of a diverse and friendly gaming community. Um, if you're in Portland, you definitely want to go to Guardian Games. Well, we're here to try and pick our spirits back up and talk some gaming excitement about this movie that, well, we, we clearly haven't been that excited about. Is, is there a, a Robin Hood flavored game where Robin Hood immediately dies horribly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's plenty of role-playing games where you can die during character creation, but I can't yeah. think of one that's a Robin Hood themed. Mm, that's really too bad. But before we get to it, Dusty, tell us about the characters so we can judge them harshly. Uh, we have Kevin Costner playing Mr. Robin Hood himself. Fuck Kevin Costner. <laughs> he Robin Hood's chaotic and good. Let's move on. <laughs> and, we all, and we all know a lot of the movies. Dances with turds. Yes. Uh, then, we have, then we have God himself, Morgan Freeman, uh, who played Azim. Yeah, Bruce Almighty uh, movies. Lawful good? Yeah. I would think he'd be would lawful say he's, good. He's bound. He's very much honor. bound. That's true. Yeah, that would, is very true. That, that's pretty easy. Yeah, Kept to his good. God. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good example of lawful good not sucking. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of old school gamers have this hatred of the lawful good alignment. But the lawful mm-hmm. good alignment to me is not the most boring alignment. In fact, it's the most realistic. Yeah. I yeah. think most most people that I know don't want to admit it, but they're lawful good. Honestly, what, what are you pointing at me for? I think you Matthew, are lawful good. Am Matthew, I? Yeah. I mean, you from, from, the, from the year, the, the, the little more than a year that we've yep. hung out, I think you are. Lawful good. You yep. have tinges of not, but you always come back around to lawful good. Do you think it's just because people feel like that's very constrictive? 
they overdo it in their head as yeah. lawful good. Like, yeah, I think, I've got to be the radical lawful people, good. Because yeah. I think the shining example of, of lawful good is, is supposed to be uh, Lancelot, even though he was not, like, the mm. best person. But yeah, that he kind of like, fucked Arthur's wife. So yeah, not had, so much. Well, I think was but, but I think Lancelot is, supposed, is, like, in everyone's yeah. head that that is the, the purest person that you could be even though he wasn't even though i'm going to stand <laughs> on this bridge morals. for five years <laughs> right. yeah people think lawful good they think paladins and they think right. lawful boring but i am the even shining light of god fun paladins can be great you right. can yeah. stretch lawful good quite a ways i have a time <laughs> or two <laughs> yeah i i think a, a, a perfect example of of a stretched lawful good uh is one of my favorite stories is going to oh be my. sir sparhawk in, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a very stretched, lawful good character. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, God, I agree. yeah, David yeah, yeah. Eddings, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then Eddings we, was really good at writing the same book five times. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> very, very formulatic. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then we have Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio uh, as eggs. Maid Marian. Fucking Maid Marian. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm I'm gonna say NPC. She didn't she it, didn't affect things in this yeah. version of the character. I would yeah. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Her, not yeah. not not in all versions, but in this, she right. like she started out being a character for like a hot second, and then just became save just me a, kind yeah, of a plot not device. regular yeah. old extra. Yeah. Not, not a flesh damseled, in the crowd, a face in the crowd. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it, I would have said. If they had taken that character and actually incorporated her into the Merry Men mm-hmm. and brought her into a more powerful role, I would say chaotic good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And with, she, with how they started with the character yeah, instead of exactly. leading into the, oh, now she's just going to be what we save, you know, yeah. part of the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> she was part of the treasure. Well, Where do you yeah. roll a woman on the loot table? I'm just curious. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, is that I got a game cut? for you. I saw your eyes. I got a game for you that has okay. women on the loot table. It's called From Another Time, Another mm. Land. Also known as Fatal, the role-playing game. From Another Time. Oh, the oh, yeah, okay. worst game ever. No, no, no. You've right. used that a couple of times. You, you have. One. Uh, no. Kevin Costner is my worst. What's your worst? No, mm. seriously, I think the entire universe will agree. <laughs> okay. Fatal is the worst game ever made. It's if if you could see the look in his eyes right oh, yeah. now, it's like it's distant, intense. Like Nathaniel's seen some shit with this game. It's yeah, this right. is this is you're your Vietnam like, War. Like, back in Vietnam, because <laughs> yeah. like, I see it and you... I'm putting that on a mental <laughs> note in my head right now. Don't play this game. I <laughs> love random tables. I love them. Yeah. This game goes overboard. You have an anal circumference table. Whoa, what? Now I want to play the game. Um, That's useful in my career. Roll for prolapse. <laughs> There's a roll for prolapse. Oh my oh God. Why, why is I this am, game bad? Oh boy. 100% serious when I say this. All right. It's called yes. Fatal, you said? F-A-T-A-L. <laughs> hmm. Now, now we just of, of the maybe the sixteen listeners we just we lost have, we our listeners, right, 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 right. I think we just lost half of our listeners <laughs> and gained three quarters <laughs> with the work. <laughs> right, right. Anyone who's seen it knows they don't want to see it. So I'm serious. The look in your eyes was like distant. Like I've oh, seen yeah. some shit, right? man. You don't know what I'm talking about, man. I've the year. been there. I have seen 1997. burn on the rings of Saturn. It's there. I I tried to read it. Mm. <laughs> it's just for the tables, man. Just incorporate yeah. it. It's just for the pictures. <laughs> you sit on the trap, roll on the fucking 
Roll on prolapse table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he went there. Yeah, he, he, he was he gone. Really he was, he then was we there. have then we have walking uh, through the fields. Christian Jack Nicholson Slater. Fuck that guy. Um, playing Christian Will Scarlet Bacon. Christian Bacon. His name is Christian because Bacon. Fuck Kevin Bacon too. <laughs> playing Will Scarlet. Interchangeable. Who honestly, I I felt for this movie. Uh, most of this movie was NPCs, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He is an NPC in this movie. Well, he he is a side quest NPC. No, it's it, because no, he's a it's, main. It's yeah. not. It's he's not an NPC. What happened is during character creation, someone there, was late. No, no. <laughs> during character creation, two buddies looked at each other and said, "We want to be from the same village. We want to be brothers. We want that." That's what that is. He yeah. wasn't an NPC. He was two people who knew each other outside the game, deciding that they want to know okay, each other. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Either that, it was two people who showed up at the game session, both decided they want to be human rangers with a specialty in those. <laughs> and, and the GM's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got noble backgrounds. It's like, God damn it. Um, okay. You're also a bard. Yeah. But a very fucking bad one. Honestly, <laughs> who's apparently yeah. lost his fucking well, yeah. instrument. In yeah. movie, and again, it's going back to if, if, we, if we talk about the characters as if the way that they could have been right. from right. Robin Hood's story, Will Scarlet would have been a kid, a good bard. Yeah. Yeah. You know how every um, uh, star of stage and screen has a band that they flirt with at one time? Does Christian Bacon have one? Oh, probably. I I mean, how did he get cast as the part? <laughs> Gleaming I, the Cube, you know, yeah. I mean, those movies that yeah, he did. Like, he was popular yeah, in the 90s. That was it. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he came off for yeah. the young audience. Yeah, yeah he, he wanted to make sure he girls were coming build. besides their yeah. moms he to was see Kevin Gosper. Before Morgan Freeman. Morgan, and Freeman, Morgan Freeman, I yeah. don't think... I don't think he would ha, had won his Oscar yet for Driving Miss Daisy for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, yeah. This was probably some... I think it was like a year or two before Driving Miss Daisy. Well, all I knew was, was that... Yeah. He, before yeah. he probably, became Morgan Freeman. No, for sure. For sure. He was... Yeah, I was watching their credits roll, and it's like mm-hmm. Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. Christian Slater. What? He's yeah. such a tiny role it, it, in well, this movie. Yeah. Same with he's also in Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country, and he gets a top billing for that. Like I don't even remember him in Star Trek. Uh, I remember it's the, the scene. It's a scene where Kirk is like recording his thoughts, mm-hmm. and uh, the, his door opens. This sir, we're coming up on like the neutral zone or That's something. Christian like. Slater? That's Christian Slater. He turns oh. around and walks away. It's the only fucking time you see him in the movie, <clears> and he got like a top billing for it. Yeah. It's for like such a famous watched... actor, Dusty, you could at least get his name right. Christian Bacon. It's like when we watch like, the Transformers. Right, middle name Maple. It's one of the few names <laughs> I've ever like said incorrectly. Give, please, God, Lord in heaven, give me that for tonight. It's, it's like when nope. we watch the Transformers, <laughs> and all of those people were billed before Frank Welker and yeah. Peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. Like, but Frank Welker and Peter Cullen are Peter Cullen the is yeah. the Transformer. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> How would you make a Transformers movie and bill anyone before Megatron and Optimus? Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. You're going to kill him. You know what? Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's we put Marky Mark in and he used to do underwear. Of everything <laughs> that, that I, was, I was just completely uh, with the Transformers movies. Do you want to know what thing that, that bothered me the most? They exist. Well, aside oh, from sorry. that. The exploding robots? <laughs> no, it was as a cartoon because of, of mm. animation style and, and monetary constraints. <laughs> Optimus Prime had that thing over, you know, that cover over his mouth. And, oh, yeah. and, and when it talked, you could see it move up and down. Right. And they ruined that by, like, taking that away in the movies. That that bothered me, I think, the most out of Optimus oh, Prime. Oh, he didn't have his, his visor. Yeah, the visor, but, yeah. the upside, the, the wrong way visor. And yeah. then the truck looked different, you know, right. but that's not this movie. 
So yeah, can we just talk about Transformers? <laughs> Please, there is a new Bumblebee you know, movie coming. Full robot age off the show. We can make characters. Yeah, yeah. All right, then we roll into. Uh, oh, dude, what was the alignment for Christian Slater? Christian yeah, Bacon. Good. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, then we have Alan Rickman playing the sheriff of Nottingham. Mm. Lawful evil. Excellent. Yeah, you would, today we've been we've been talking about this all day, and you've had some great. It's like, because I have evil? a hard on for Alan Rickman. I know you did. He's great. Yeah. 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 No, neutral evil. Yeah, I mean, the go character. Neutral. The character is supposed to be lawful Definitely. evil. He's, this he's movie made him. Yeah, he loses quite his yet, shit. But, yeah, yeah, a number of times. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm mixing up my love of Robin Hood lore with mm. my not love, with not love. Yeah. This movie. <laughs> yeah, my anti love. And then we have the great Mike McShane as the the jovial friar Tuck. Chaotic, mm. neutral. He was unpredictable yeah. and insane. Yeah. So yeah. do you know the, the, song that, the song that he was singing as, <laughs> yeah, as, as his, they pull set, up? Yeah, as they pull up, that all that was embarrassing. That is an actual medieval song that was actually that was sung and it was translated by some hoop to do scholars into English, so I know so that's why I go to school to but become it is a hoop to do. Actual fucking <laughs> drinking song. I don't know what you said. I didn't hear either of you, but I guarantee I'm when the next person I'm out there. Fuck the both of you. So <laughs> I'm just picturing his fire of the hoop to do monster. <laughs> that he. Yeah, he chaotic was, neutral. He certainly. was one of my favorite. Three he was great, but I, I would have, yeah. I honestly, going back and seeing it again, I would have, I would have liked to see, see, like I said earlier at the top, at the top of the show, Brian Blessed play Friar Tuck. He would have been an amazing Friar Tuck. Right. I mean, not to take away from Mike McShane, McShane but because yeah. he did an amazing job, but or Blessed maybe even I would like Brian to have Blessed. seen either Brian Blessed or John Rice Davies. Mm. Yeah, John Reese Davies would have been perfect. Was, John, I think yeah. I think anybody would have would have looked at at Davies as he's a little too Mediterranean. Being though. solid, I mean, he doesn't look like he's from England. He has a, a sallow skin tone. Good use of that word. Not a lot of mm. people use that word. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Did, did you ever watch Sliders? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yes. How he kept getting mistaken. One of the running gags was he kept getting mistaken for Pavarotti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then we have Michael Wincott playing Sir Guy of Gisborne. Lawful evil. Lawful evil. Yeah, lawful evil. Go Good henchman. Definitely. Henchman. He always yeah. plays a great bad Should guy. He played sooner. a great bad guy in the Disney Three Musketeers. I would love to see him in a romance. No. Oh, my dear. Let me tell you how they like animated. That? You, you, I have no you, idea. you could pair him with whoever did the voice for Ursula. Oh wow! <laughs> you, you could have a unfortunate soul. <laughs> I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> it's, it's too much. Too much. No, Doctor Girlfriend. Take it, girlfriend. Oh honey. Oh honey. You know you're looking rather you. sexy tonight. Yes, I love you too, honey. Oh, oh dear God, this is amazing. We have two of them at the table. Mm. <laughs> I actually have a Doctor Girlfriend costume in my closet. That's awesome. I can't say that. So check our Instagram I'd like feed. To say it, but I can't. <laughs> Which needs to be updated. Michael um, Wincott would be lawful evil in this. Yeah, I guess born. He was Definitely. straight up one one hundred percent henchman. Yes. Um. Yeah. Should have died say, sooner, though, but uh, yes, not, definitely. Not to go into the other. I'm sorry for running over you there. No. Um. Okay. The me. best Gisborne is the new BBC Gisborne. Yeah, he is really? fucking Great. good, and he's nuanced. Yeah. And I mean. Michael Wincott does lack nuance. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. he is 
bad guy. Okay, bad guy. Right. But right. Yeah, that that is the best portrayal I've ever seen of Guy. Of oh Gisborne. my god. There are at least five characters in this movie. Five actors. Mm-hmm. Who six? Yeah, who are we can nothing but voices. Yeah, they're, they're nothing but voices. Right. Christian Slater's nothing but a voice. Brian Blessed. Yep. Brian Blessed. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Michael Wincott. Sean Connery. I, I would all straight <laughs> up just they are voices in a body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But Brian Blessed is like a force of nature. That fat fuck is hiding <laughs> up Kilimanjaro, man. I mean, yes. he hauled his 300-pound frame up Kilimanjaro. <laughs> that guy is not to be fucking trifled with. Right. No. Oh, God. And he did it when he was like almost 60? I think so. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was still be very I won't even imagine that at 60, I imagine. Yeah. I, I'm going to leave some videos years. of yeah. Brian Blessed on here, on, on our show notes. <laughs> I recommend at some point you just stop listening to this and go watch those videos because they're way more entertaining. I, I, I think I've mentioned it before. There's my favorite video of Brian Blessed is someone was the doing fight a, with uh, Peter O'Toole. There's Those that. are the best. <laughs> no, no, no. But this, this is, this is, this was done a number of years ago. Uh, it's like the BBC is interviewing him and like, it was like some anniversary of Flash Gordon. And so like, they're showing him clips of him yeah. in Flash Gordon. And he's like, and look at my thighs. Look at my glorious <laughs> thighs. I was so well built. And I'm no longer, f- I'm not fat then. And it's so great. And then you find out he does the voice of the main Gungans in Star Wars, you know, the yeah, Phantom yeah, Menace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. There's a really great interview with him. Yeah. I've about, seen that too. Yeah. About he was telling George, anyway, George, you can't do it this way. This is, <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to do it this other way. <laughs> and then we round into Geraldine McEwen, who played Mortiana, the witch. Mm, another fucking NPC. chaotic evil. Yeah, she, I'm gonna. Yeah. They went. Straight I'm gonna for say it. lawful evil. Hmm? She was trying to influence her son, the sheriff. I agree. Um, which you only find out that's her son through the expanded version, yeah. which should. I mean, for no mm. other reason, they're seeing to pick up for that version. Oh my god! I read the novelization of this as a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fucking what, yeah, that's, right. Yeah, it's that, it's so, in the novel. So take the expanded version mm, of the movie. That's I the no, that's the novella, the the, oh. the, the the movie for it. The book movie book version. Fuck, I don't I, often. <laughs> eh, it's this, it's this fucking over thing. There. <laughs> Reverse, rewind, go back, yeah. play again. Oh exactly. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. I, I would huh. say. Because uh, we saw the extended, yeah. I, I would say mm-hmm. I in that extended. context, yeah. lawful evil. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the scenes that made me establish that were cut from the main theatrical. So I, I will accept either answer. The Costner cut. Mm-hmm. I felt that Fucking she was. I felt, <laughs> I felt that she was chaotic evil. But then mm-hmm. again, I'm also old school enough. On the, you know what? I'm guilty. I'm guilty of the same for the same reason that I say that lawful good is the best alignment. I'm a hypocrite because I always just immediately lump chaotic evil as the villain, but really chaotic evil can be more. Oh, nuanced. I know. I remember the sneakers episode. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, what does that have to do with chaotic evil? The, 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 the evil. Cosmo. The Cos- Cosmo fight. Cosmo was lawful evil. Lawful Maybe neutral. it's just those radical Cosmo sides, you know, one side, yeah, the, witch, the other side. The witch. Uh, it's hard to say without those scenes again if we're gonna go with uh, i think our character was completely invented for this fucking movie too oh, oh yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. exist yeah. so it's actually a ripoff yeah. of uh parts of the arthurian legend mm. and they just took the the morgana what was her morgane yeah, yeah. Bruce, yeah. something like yeah. that they just changed it they just yeah. cut and tossed that yeah. in there and then We'll make her that seem evil. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, so that, we have uh, 
How well, about Azim, huh? Let's huh? see. That's an NPC. That's an NPC. That's an NPC. That's a, da, 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 How about NPC? Morgan Freeman? Yeah, yeah. We, we did, I thought we talked about him. <laughs> no. Morgan Freeman is Azim. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. good. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah oh, that, second person. We did. Fuck all of you. Like in a row at the same time, you fucking pervert. The rest of this is all NPCs with Little John, Duncan, the Bishop, Wolf, Bull, Much, and then, but then very much an NPC, Sean Connery is King Richard the First. Much? One of the, one of the, a, there was Bull, the guy that was talking about how... Was how, it the idiot again next yeah, to him? Yeah, okay. his best friend, yeah. All right. Uh, and then Sean Connery is King Richard I. Yeah, none of those. So that's all I got for us, man. <laughs> Where does the story go? Yeah. Um, well, we're going to follow... I mean, Robin Hood is obviously uh, fictional, but the time period does exist and it's fairly well documented. Um, what happens next is uh, Richard, when he returns for the wedding... Um, is not actually returning in triumph and glory. He was seized on the way home from getting his ass whooped. And uh, in Germany, I believe, he was seized and then ransomed off. And that's where all the money was going out of England was to pay for his fucking ransom. Richard had this nasty habit of treating England like his bank account to pay for his armies. So you have Richard returning and he immediately goes to war with France um, because his brother, John, uh, is involved in an uprising in Normandy. So after the events of this movie, there is an immediate war that the uh, PCs can take place in. I'm going to cast Robin Hood in this as uh, an NPC under the control of the DM, because while his supporting cast has various skills that would lend themselves to being a PC, Robin Hood is basically the the solver of all and is 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 kind of too powerful. It's it's, it's OP. No one else would have fun with Robin Hood being a player character. It's like if we ran a game based on the Matrix, you don't get to play Neo. Yeah, exactly. You you just don't. Um, So what would happen in this particular scenario is good King Richard, and I have some thoughts about him being good, which I'll go into (laughs) some other time. Yeah. yeah. uh, We're going to stick with lore. Yeah. Would, was a decent military commander, did have some victories. In fact, he had most of the victories that, that happened. So he would take what is effectively a band of skirmishers and scouts and use them to good effect in his campaign. And five minutes of research on Wikipedia will give you years of campaign ideas up to and including Richard's eventual death um, at the hands of a kid with a crossbow. You know, crossbows are fucking heinous. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks of D&D. They're like, oh, crossbows. They just do 1D8 fucking damage. Oh, I, Jesus. I ended up playing in a burning wheel game once where, okay, bows and crossbows are fucking heinous. And, like, we were being hunted by an assassin with a crossbow. And we Waylander. were fucking scared. We're like, that dude can just shoot us dead. Yeah. We need to figure out how we're going to. Yeah. So, sorry. Keep going. Um, th- th- that's basically it. I mean, you have this, this huge, uh, body of events, like, uh, the campaign is very well laid out. Um, he, he lands in Normandy, immediately takes over a small manor on his beachhead. Uh, the PCs will be sent out as scouts on foraging missions, uh, to find, uh, where I believe it's Philip II, the, the French king at the time, uh, find out where his forces are. There, there's an awful lot of work that the PCs can be put to. But the very best part is at the end of this campaign, after Richard dies, John becomes king because he had forgiven him and named him as his regent. Um, So once again, after they have gotten done serving their king so very well, they're going to go back to England 
and be wanted men again. Because John holds a grudge. That's, that's John does up. hold yeah. a fucking grudge. <laughs> back that's, to the front, uh, kids. Yeah, that's what I got. Get back in the woods. You're not welcome here. Yeah. And then we just continue the adventures, the raids, the plotting, the yeah. right. rob from the rich, give to ourselves and the towards, towards the being the heroes yeah you know or i mean not. It, depending on how you <laughs> yeah. want to play the history you could eventually end it up with uh robin hood standing over john with a bow to his head while he writes the fucking magna carta i mean you right. could you could literally <laughs> take it all the way to the first fundamental establishment of, of human rights like that yeah mm-hmm. so huh it, it, it would like be it. a very long campaign but there's there's a lot a lot of stuff to be mined for that well we have characters mm-hmm. we have where to go next let's talk about how to mine this for gaming ideas we've got what themes are present here we, i mean clearly it's a party you know uh, it's kind of game where we you're going to have a group you're going to have a headquarters you're going to have uh you know an iconic character who brings everybody together but you know probably the players aren't going to be that character because a game that focuses on one player right falls apart Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Every- because not everybody can be dragonborn. <laughs> either that, or sometimes that person doesn't show up, and if that person doesn't oh, show right. up, you're like, "Well, fuck." Yeah, playing Robin Hood. Robin Hood's not here. Shit. Go back to killing. I think rats. it's much better. To have <laughs> the master of the game controlling that. Yeah, you've got some. Uh, you've got that feeling of the anti-authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. You've got damn the man kind of uh, ideals. Yeah. This is just classic D and D game, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's all the way. Yeah. I mean, you can play D and D. You can play tunnels and trolls. Yeah. You can play Hackmaster. We don't really can... need anything special to play a bunch of people with bows in the woods. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> bows and sticks and or swords. I mean, and, come especially on. Yeah. if you're yeah. playing this particular um, movie's Robin Hood. Right. Uh, you could magic exists. You have your witch. Um. Whether or not that magic is real. Yeah, well, right, it, it right. depends on whether you watch the extended cut or not. But um, the, it, you, you can do that. You, you could port this straight into any version of D anD. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, we've you could probably play the same games that you played uh, the Three Musketeers. It's yeah, essentially yeah. the same thing, but with bows. Right. There's some swashbuckling fighting, but you know, we talk anything about... that has a rule for swinging on ropes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, any, exactly. <laughs> Anything that has a system for Chandeliers. sneaking, stunts, stunts yeah. mm-hmm. for Beaving. really good ranged attacks. Right. Honestly, guys. Possibly even assassinations and whatnot, using that's, rogue that's, skills. If I were going to run this, I would just default to my good old standby, Savage Worlds. Mm. But I don't have to. What you got? Because there's a bunch of other games out there. There's none of which I have read. Shelves. I just built a list because <laughs> I'm going to run Savage Worlds if I run this. But I do want to mention other games. That and I have up. one I want to toss in on that, too. Well, go ahead and bring yours up. Um, I want to talk about uh, Hackmaster for a second. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Hackmaster is made Hackmaster. to be slightly ridiculous but still terrifying. It's a perfectly playable joke of D&D. Yeah. And people, people die messy in Mm. Hackmaster, which I think is brought into from this movie specifically, was considered very brutal for its time. So you want people that when they die, they can't just get rezzed. You can't just drag them over to the priest and, hey, bring them back. Here's 200 gold. It has to be a real death. Um, People will succumb to real injuries. And what I like about Hackmaster's leveling system is that first level 
or eighth level, a crossbow bolt to the chest is going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a crossbow bolt is going to fuck you any any what no, no matter what level you are. Well in, well, in Hackmaster, yes, but when you're getting more hit points all the time, oh, yeah, it it just it doesn't it doesn't it's stack. Just all a of a flesh sudden, wound. you become yeah, you become bulletproof. It yeah. depends upon the kind of focus that you want. Like if you just want like mm-hmm. a swashbuckling, hey, what are we going to go out and fight the king's men yeah. and the kind of stuff or the sheriff's man? Mm-hmm. When you kill the sheriff's man, <laughs> I was waiting. I've been waiting the yeah. whole podcast so far. To I've do used that, that so <laughs> many other episodes I know, that I decided I made a con- I, I made a wagon con decision not to mention that <laughs> you can play so many different fun swashbuckling systems. You can play mm-hmm. Seventh Sea. You can play Savage Worlds. You can play Regime Diabolique, which you talked about. We could play any number of the Three Musketeers games. If you wanted to make something more focused on the characters and, like, their their internal struggles or, you know, like, let's take the character of, of Robin of Loxley and say, what matters most in this game is his passion, we're not necessarily concerned about the fighting. We're concerned about his passion to rob from the rich, to give to the poor, to get his lands back, and to fuck the sheriff of Nottingham. Okay, so now we can build a campaign based upon those as strong character goals, and we can play something like Burning Wheel. Burning Wheel is an extremely brutal system, but it's driven by characters' beliefs. And, you know, rob from the rich, give to the poor, that's a great instinct. And fuck the sheriff is a great belief. <laughs> right. I would say that um, the underlying theme of this movie is setting traps and redistribution. Uh, re- blah, blah, blah. I pulled a dusty. Uh, redistribution <laughs> of wealth. Yeah. Um, Robin Hood has a number of, of fascinating ways that he attacks. He has little tarps covered with things that he rolls under in this movie. He swings from the trees. He's He's got uh, uh, forest camo on. There, There's a lot of different ways that he waylays people. And I think that's something that the system, whatever we choose, should take into account for, is the disguise and trap phase before the actual... And they leap out with bows. True. He comes out of a pit. He's got two hooks and puts it on the back of the white. That's a great fucking trap. That's You've a been great attacked trap. by yeah. a shrubbery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, a lot of that does you don't need a system for that kind mm. of stuff. So much of that is simply describing what you're doing. Like, I don't need rules to say that if I'm going to put hooks on a thing and attach it to a tree, it's going to rip the carriage apart. Yeah. I don't need a, a trap mechanic for something like that. You could play some old school D&D with just some six stats, hit points, and an armor class and go to town on it. However... Other games can still do that in a way that does incorporate that as a mechanic. Savage Worlds has the, the the concept of tricks and things that you can pull to establish facts about the scene. Uh, even Fate could do something like that. You Again, I'm not an expert on Fate, but I, I think a Fate game like this could actually work pretty well. We have so many different games to run for Robin Hood. It's so classic, and everybody's got their own take on it. We could do a grim, dark Robin Hood set in the Warhammer universe. We could do, uh, you know, a fun swashbuckly Three Musketeers. Style. The fun thing about Robin Hood is that it translates because the basic concept is very simple. It's it's taking care of uh, those less fortunate than you. It's it's the uh, it's the gentry actually caring about the peasantry. And you you could literally do that in any universe. You could do that in Star Wars. You can do that, like you said earlier, in Warhammer. You can I mean, that the concept and the feel 
of Robin Hood has become such a part of our collective unconsciousness that you can apply it to anything. You could play it in riffs. Right. Uh, <laughs> kind of makes you wonder, would Batman and Robin Hood get along? Hmm. I think they would. Well, if we're doing this movie, I think uh, I think they, they'd kill him off pretty I almost fast. feel like <laughs> Batman would feel like Robin Hood's a villain, though, you know? Yeah. He he always kind of takes that standpoint uh, okay. initially. Yeah, Batman's on the side of the cops. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Batman's Batman for versus the man. Robin Hood. Yeah. It would be interesting. It would be an interesting, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would pit the weakest of the Batman movies against Robin Hood. That Batman against Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Kevin so Costner's George dead. Clooney. Is, is that I, the weakest? I, I, I think Val Kilmer is the weakest. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say Val George Kilmer George Clooney too. was in the fourth one. Yeah, the Clooney yeah, film. Yeah, the fourth I'm one was the absolute worst. Fan of that one. The third but one I, but was I think terrible. That but one, I think Clooney has a strength of... Yeah. Chill. Everybody yeah. get down and chill. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think had Clooney nipples. had a good yeah. Batman, yeah. though. Clooney had nipples. Mm. That movie was that so bad. Don't be scared of the nipple, man. That I did not care for mm. well i just say val kilmer did trash he I mean, his his was garbage mm, yeah but that bat yeah they were yeah anyway the schumacher <laughs> films were terrible <laughs> I, I, yeah. drag us here. I, I do want to give a shout out to various bat uh batman <laughs> 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 let's just watch batman guys. yeah <laughs> to various robin hood themes that i robin hood games that i did look up online and first one i give a shout out to if any of you are familiar with a series of books from a company called osprey osprey does military simulation historical fact books aimed at gamers. They are incredibly factually accurate and give things like weights, distribution, sizes, unit compositions of things. They are, they've been going for decades. The Osprey books are considered like, are those for more miniatures? They like used wargaming? to be. Or were they the, uh, like the hexagon games? The hex games. They used to be very heavily focused on people who wanted extremely realistic miniatures reenactment of war mm-hmm. based on various periods. And they have hundreds, 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 hundreds of books on various periods, various wow. gov- nationalities, eras. Osprey books are like considered the number one stop that you go to if you want an in-depth gamer-focused military resource. Okay. However, in the last decade or so, Osprey has branched out into fantasy as well. They have Osprey's books on... They have a book on orcish military tactics, and it's amazing. I think I've seen these at Guardian. <laughs> see like yeah, a, a, a yeah, Guardian has an Osprey spindle. Like I picked up the, like, the actual, like, oh, revolutionary, yeah. you know... Uh, what rifle weaponry and then yep. underneath it's like you know the spaceships of whatever and I'm like, i oh, research, okay. i used one of their uh books on sengoku era japan as a reference when i was writing motobushido like it, it's really good stuff and they have a robin hood book about robin hood the legends of robin hood the tactics of robin hood the specialties of robin hood the lore versus you know comparing it to the reality of the time and so on so if you want to start somewhere and if you got a game that you already want to run, but you want to get some facts or you want to like kind of like supplement your gaming material with some cool shit, get the Osprey Robin Hood book. You can get it on drive through RPG or you can get the physical book. Just order it from Osprey. Uh, there's also a fantastic looking game on drive through called Sherwood, the Legend of Robin Hood, which had a Kickstarter a while back and they are compatible with Pathfinder. D&D 5th edition. Could you love Pathfinder? And Swords and Wizardry. 
Oh, all so three that, different that, variants of D and D. Your nice. eyes went to my Kevin Costner face. That's fantastic. <laughs> you love Pathfinder. I will kill your face. <laughs> I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a GURPS book on Robin Hood because there's a mm. GURPS book on everything. Yeah, right? that's fair. GURPS is a great resource for any topic ever if you are a gamer. They're frequently geared towards the GURPS system, but you can just extract the system. Like GURPS space is a really fantastic resource if you're ever going to run a space game in any system whatsoever. Okay, and then the one that I found the most interesting, and I'm going to share a link to it, is a game called Hood. It is a foreign game. I do not recognize the language. Some weird European language. It's, I don't think it was German. I think it might have been <laughs> Swedish or... Norway, Maybe Icelandic. Norway. Anyway, Most. or Icelandic. I don't know. It was, it, was a, it, it was a fucking beautiful game mm. because European games are almost universally gorgeous. It's called Hood. I don't think it's been translated to English yet. Hmm. Uh, so if you want to play this, get bilingual, motherfucker. Right. Right. Bilingual. <laughs> but there will be a link to it. Robin Hood is an extremely wealthy topic to mine for gaming material. It's classic. It's one of the most classic stories of gaming adventure. You've got King Arthur. You've got Robin Hood. Well, I mean, you know, if you're white. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. Other cultures have their things, but we... For right. white dudes. Yeah. We have, here, we have mined, know. yeah, King Arthur and King Robin Arthur, Hood for everything. Robin There's Hood. another Robin Hood movie coming out, yeah. the, you know, in the next couple of months. So, really? Yeah. It's got mm. the kid from uh, the. Oh, right. Um, Kingsman. Yes. The Kingsman movies. Yeah. Yes. And, and, oh, uh, oh. Jamie Foxx is playing right. the, the version of it. It uh, looks like very yeah. action, eye candy, kind of. I, I mean. Well. I don't see a lot of be, like dialogue. Can't be worse than this. Yeah. One. <laughs> it, you you would have to. True. You would have to try mm-hmm. to be worse than this one. Yeah. Apparently, the guy that's playing uh, the, the sheriff is uh, the guy that played uh, uh, Kenick in Rogue One. Which okay. one was Kenick? He was the one in the white. Uh, with a cloak that was after. Oh, oh right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The the scientist bureaucrat guy. Yes. Yes. He's playing, and he's wearing a very much very similar cloak. Only it's gray, while everybody else is wearing like blacks. And he's playing, I think, the the sheriff. Okay. So all those games that we've mentioned, me, I just do Savage Worlds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can do it. I can run it. I don't I'm, even I'm glad need to you didn't go with the, the one that's not in English. We don't know what it says, but it's right. fucking pretty. It looks really <laughs> well, nice. You know, Time to get the Duolingo you know, app. <laughs> we, we did. The first thing I did say is that this was a D&D game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sherwood it, it works is. with Pathfinder. It. it works with 5th edition D&D. And it works with Swords and Wizardry if you're into old school gaming. All five of these are, all three of these are variants of D&D. So... You know, if D&D's your jam, it's if you take my it jam. Back, if you take it back to second edition, it literally says that Robin Hood is chaotic good. Yeah, when, when, when it's Hood doing the alignments. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it, it says, think of Robin Hood. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Palladium has a long bowman. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, that was our game. That was, that our, was movie. our movie. Let's uh, stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's yeah. never speak of this again. Let's talk uh, about what's I, I would like I would like to say that I'm glad you guys Less you and more you. <laughs> they pointed to me first. Yeah. Than Dusty. Of, of your infatuation with this horrible shit actor and that you will no longer trouble my ears with your faint praise of this fucking walking turn. Yeah. Dances right, with Avatar. So the next movie that we're doing is 3,000 Miles to Graceland with Kevin mm. Bacon and Robin Hood. 
And you're but so fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. motherfucker! Well, I've, I've seen <laughs> the numbers on this next set of, of movies. Yeah, it's westerns next, right? Classic Our westerns. Next is classic yes. westerns. We had four lined up. Mm-hmm. You guys want to go down the list and talk about yeah. which one won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I am looking forward to that actually. With only. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, with 0% of the vote is Shane. Yeah, I didn't uh, even vote for I'm my so own glad suggestion. That, I know at Nobody least fucking Silverado did not take last place. Mm. With 7% is Silverado. Yeah. It's a, it's such a good movie, Did too. you suggest that? Yes. With oh, okay. 27% yeah. <laughs> like, is The Magnificent Seven. <laughs> With 67% of the vote is the vastly superior film, The Good, the good, the Bad, the Bad, the Ugly. I did select that myself. Nice. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Eastwood fan. I love the spaghetti westerns as well. So it's, it's, it's a, It is a perfect film mm. for its genre. Like it is an iconic It made movie. Clint Eastwood who he is. That mm. whole series of movies that he did. The, the, the quote-unquote yeah. spaghetti westerns. Right. The discussion of who Clint Eastwood is in present day <laughs> is a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Very, that is true. So following that, we've got another vote that we're going to open up. Oh, yeah, because mm. something really bad happened Unfortunately, recently. we lost a good one yeah. this last yeah. couple of weeks. Smokey? Yeah. We'll miss you. The, the, no, he was the bandit. Yeah, he was the, the mustache. mustache. He was. Bandit. We lost the mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We lost the mustache. And the laugh. And that laugh. Burt Reynolds yeah. has departed our world. So we're going to do in some honors and yeah. we're going to have a Burt Reynolds themed vote. We've got four movies that we're going to talk. Burt Reynolds movies. Mm-hmm, we we mm-hmm. came up with this tonight. We changed the rotation just so we could talk about Burt here. We have uh, the four movies are a uh, one that I've never watched called Gator. Mm-hmm. You know, Gator's you good. This it, is, it is a good movie. It is, uh, it is good. We've got Cannonball Run. Yeah. Yes. It's a great movie. Classic. Yes. I think. <laughs> Deliverance, also a classic in a different way. Classic a lot of references on that say, one. Yeah, raping and rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta purge him. Squeal for me. And Smokey and the Bandit. Those are good picks. Those are good picks. When does that go live? Uh, we it's should do that go when we live drop this one. as soon as this episode drops. So okay. If you're listening to this, the votes are live. Go vote. Do we? Yeah. Do it. Vote do soon. We. Vote often. And vote, vote for Smokey Deliverance. And the Bandit. <laughs> I, I respect you know, it is, for what it is. It's just it's not not one of my like. Hey, honey, let's watch Deliverance yeah, tonight. It's, it's no Kevin yeah, Costner fiftieth yeah. sport fucking movie. I will but, say yeah. that this will be an You're not interesting. Wrong. Yeah. You're what? I don't know how it's. I was kind of happy to hear that Boogie Nights wasn't included in that. No, it's, you know, you know that's a Mark we Wahlberg think, film. Yeah, yeah. It's, and we were it's not classic. really focused so yeah. much on yeah. that. Otherwise, you might as well throw in the the one stripper movie with. Uh, Strip tease, yeah. Strip tease, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. no, I want. Also we Burt wanted Reynolds. Burt Reynolds yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping we'd we'd put in the Longest Yard, but it, that didn't make it. Kind of mm. wanted to put in All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> Not true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my watch is going to be right. It was in, a like, good All movie. Dogs Go to Heaven, and it's going to be like <laughs> like a thousand people. I'll, I'll tell you. I, I love dogs, but I don't uh, know what's going on. I, I don't think <laughs> sports movies people? are going to lead themselves to role playing very well. No, this is true. But I'm saying just on a movie level. I, I I know. Ooh yeah. I know. I've got an idea for a sports okay. movie though. We'll what? talk about it later. I've got an idea for a game for sports movie. A way to do it without sucking. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you we'll did talk say, about that. Actually, you did sports. say the last time because because that a similar topic came up. It'd be just bringing that old um, football magnetic thing and plug no, it in it's, and it's let vibrating. it vibrating. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it just move. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, with our next episode. Uh, I was Matthew, and I was Dusty. 
And I'm Nathaniel. And I'm out of here. This is Marcus. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and remember, next time, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And thanks for joining in tonight, Marcus. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We're still pretty new to the scene, and we'd love to get your feedback. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes with your thoughts. Good or bad, they really help us get the word out. If you want to say hello, drop us a line on all of the usual social media sites. You can find the links right there in the show notes. You can also leave us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have Movies Will Game is a Breakfast Puppies podcast production, and our episodes are distributed under CCBYND 4.0 license. Our opening theme is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, with introductory narration provided by Isaac Scher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.